I'm basically I'm just texting my sister. Great. Text away. We're going to my uncle's birthday drinks after this. Oh, that's why you needed to convene early. That's why I needed to convene early. We're actually starting recording right now. So I gotta silence my phone. But I'll see you there. Bye, bitch. Exclamation point. Oh. Just send y'all something fun. In the group text? Take a look. It's in a book. I have not received it. Haven't yet. received it yet. Well, you'll see it one day, maybe. <laughs> waiting. And waiting. And holding. And pausing. Oh, and it searching. It hasn't and looking. It hasn't sent yet. It's the movie train. And dancing. We're just gonna wait. <laughs> Until seeking. you die. Waiting forever. Is that what tra- um oh transit? I thought you said climax. I'd say is that what climax is about? It's also about waiting until you die. True. <laughs> That's what I heard on the But on, you're just the drugged out waiting. Mm. Hell yeah. Do they know they're being dosed? They discover. Oh, okay. But they're drinking that sangria for a long time and you're like, Y'all are gonna get fucked. I find that so scary. Like I'm yeah. very I'm very much Gloria about smoking weed there. I'm like, I don't wanna lose control. Yeah. Same though. Ooh. Look at that Ooh. steamy portrait. Jenna, mm. Jenna having a cig. Is Mood. she wearing contacts or are her it's, eyes just that steely? <laughs> it's very a Lauren Bacall. Extremely Lauren Bacall. What's what if we were like, oh, this, Brandon, this is, this is Lauren Bacall. <laughs> oh, oops. No. <laughs> no I'm, well, just I'm just kidding. I know. Uh, Could you imagine? I, I, I'm sure when she was getting the curls in her hair, she was sitting down like Gloria at the end with the spinny with the thing. The spinny thing. All right. That shot is much better in the original, isn't it? And you know why it's some, you know why it's much better in the original? I'm sure we all have our own thoughts. I think it's better because it's not as tryhardy. Like it's this idea mm. of like the magical invading the normal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there's no. Just... <sighs> so I. <sighs> we'll we... talk about it. Yeah, we. So Ben saw it. Obviously saw them in reverse. Saw Gloria Bell first and then saw the original film. And it was still, Gloria is still better, mm-hmm. even though it's repeating beat for beat. I it's wish, just a better movie. I wish that it I just had is. been able to rewatch Gloria before Gloria Bell. I was nervous. I'm like, I don't want the new movie. Like, I, like I've already seen Gloria and I mm-hmm. love it. Like, nothing's going to take that away from me. Like, yeah. I might as well not be reminded of all the beats, not knowing that it was a Xerox of yeah. the original film. I'm... And then rewatching the original today, which is a movie that I love. Mm-hmm. I still love it. I mean, like, I'm I'm hooked. I'm on the ride the whole time. But, like, every single scene, you know exactly. Like, not even just, like, how it's going to progress, but the dialogue is the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I was shocked how much it's a photocopy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it loses. I mean, it's like, it's a photocopy. That he then, like, took a bunch of, like, Lelio took a bunch of, like, magic markers and then just, like, colored all over. Like, I'm a stylist now. Mm-hmm. So, who... Which, I, I don't want to talk about the movies yet. But I, I that is something that I do want to talk about, is Lelio's use of color. Which I think is impressive, but yeah. I just wonder if the subject matter matches that type of vibrant ambition. Mm. I think a lot of critics prefer Gloria Bell because they like the style he brings to this version. If, Critics prefer Gloria Bell. That's I'm not gonna get out of bed for the rest of the day. Is, is that true? <laughs> I mean, some critics like there's one. I would have to go back to Mick. What Mick think? I don't know. Mick. What did Mick have to say about Gloria Bell? I don't know. But someone said that they feel like Lelio has evolved as a filmmaker since making Gloria, 
and he brings more style to Gloria Bell, which makes it better, which I don't agree well, at all. Well, said that, perhaps they're a friend of ours. I have no idea. And if they're a friend, if they're a, if they're a fellow film fag and they're listening, I apologize. But I just don't think that that makes any sense because based on that theory, more style inherently elevates your movie, whether or not the style yeah. is a good match for the material, which is insane. And it's also just... Uh... Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, no, I'm uh, apologizing to in case <laughs> anyone who listens to the podcast. Oh, so. it's 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 Nick? no, it's it's that critic at the at time who oh. loved Green Stephanie. Book. Stephanie's a Herrick. Yeah. She's, so she's a good critic, but I, that is disappointing. The new picture feels subtler, more shimmering. Are you kidding me? Subtler. <laughs> <laughs> Everything like the changes in Gloria Bell are like are are over explainy changes. Like yeah. uh, there's a moment um there's a okay so there's a moment when Gloria gets the eye drops that she has to put in for the rest of her life. And yes. Gloria Bell she's like, oh, "Okay, and how long do I have to put these in?" And the doctor's like, "The rest." Like the unseen doctor off screen, "The rest of your life." And it's such and a And then it, it, it's so ham-fisted and heavy-handed and then in Gloria the doctor who's also off screen just says like and you'll have to put these drops in from now until the rest of your life and then we just sit with Gloria for a second as she takes it in and it just yeah. is so much that is so much subtler yeah and more impactful yeah yeah anyway. the, the 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 yeah the opposite is true like of what anyway she said what did you have for breakfast today Brandon I don't know a bagel <laughs> what kind uh butter <laughs> jam I don't think I lox? what did I eat today did you have lox no, I didn't have locks. Capers? No. What Smear? do you think? I'm rich. <laughs> Maybe you like a caper. How expensive are capers? I mean, I've never bought capers, but they're they're like little peas. How they're expensive little... can capers be? I don't know. It just feels like a luxury <laughs> item. More so than locks? <laughs> they both do. They're a package deal. Locks is expensive. I feel like I'm being attacked about breakfast. <laughs> I'm just trying to change the subject because I don't want to talk You're about You're not ready to yet. talk about the films? I'm ready to dive in. I'm... So am I. I'm just, firing like, on all second? cylinders. Because that means I have to introduce the program. Yeah, so do it. I don't want to do it yet. <laughs> well, then what do you want to talk about? What did you Cap- have for breakfast, capers Ben? Capers and locks. I haven't eaten yet today. What do you plan on having? I don't know. Capers? No. Locks? locks? Cinnamon is, raisins? This toasted? is also very stressful. <laughs> I see, right. I agree with Ask you. me what I had for breakfast. What the fuck did you have? Capers and locks. Thank you so much for asking. Oh, wow. Okay, luxury. No, I had, I had toast and I made an egg. Nice. Great. I agree with Manola's review of Gloria Bell. What Manola said. Thank you. She she likes it. She likes it. I like Gloria Bell. It's good. I like it a lot. It's I'm, good. I'm still talking about the movie. I can't get off of it. It's good. It's a fun movie. I think it's great. Everyone's a ghost. <laughs> is this the transit episode? No, I, I haven't. The president. The past is the present. I haven't listened back to the transit episode yet, but I'm pretty sure it boils down to just me being like, they're ghosts. <laughs> Did you? They're ghosts. Did you know though? They're ghosts. You actually do that. <laughs> it's not subtext. You you do that exactly. No, that's what I'm thing. saying. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Recording episodes so close together. Now we're just recapping an episode that we just did five minutes ago. Yeah, I guess we're just ghosts. The past <laughs> and the present collide. Mm, how great. Well, Gloria, in a way, is is about the the present and the future. Mm. The, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not really about the past. There's like a scene about the past. Which is, I think, is the best scene in Gloria Bell is Which one? Michael Sarah's birthday dinner. Yeah, I think visually the way that she's got like John Turturro in the frame and the tension there. Yeah, I think is effective. I think it's both like a lot of fun and a little queasy. I think dare I say it's even the framing in that scene is more even more effective than in Gloria. I think that it's a little because John Turturro is like visibly being like 
again, I think it's effective. Thrown aside. And I think mm-hmm. it's maybe, the, maybe, in my opinion, like the best piece of filmmaking in the remake. Yeah. But I don't know. I prefer the way that that dinner scene goes in the original from beginning to end. Like with Rodolfo versus Arthur. Like mm-hmm. how Rodolfo is actually trying to, to get to know everybody. You actually... Yeah. Like, that character is tricky, and I can talk more about that later. But, like, I don't think John Turturro is great in Gloria Bell. I don't think John Turturro is capable of being bad. So it's not like I think it's a... Not, like, I don't like the performance, but he's just hangdog from the beginning, and so mm-hmm. you sort of know where it's yeah. going. But the filmmaking, I find effective. Like, the, yeah. just, like, wh- who she's choosing to show you with... Who he's choosing to show the characters with mm-hmm. the intimacy with like the old family unit. Like it's lovely. And then there's this weird like appendage in mm-hmm. the background. Right. True. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Was it for you, Ben? Cause you watched them in reverse. Uh-huh. So watching Gloria Bell, knowing that John Turturro's character is a dirt bag from the beginning that recolored the whole viewing because at first you think like oh this guy's great this guy's like so romantic or did you guys not feel that way? i don't feel that way well you asked ben i definitely don't feel that way about john turturro yeah me too oh even watching it the first time not knowing that he was going to turn into a bastard yeah i think he's a bastard already from yeah. the from the beginning uh-huh. well what's interesting and dark and layered and complicated about the arthur rodolfo character is that they have to be they're, they're like a dirt bag they're a beta male, mm-hmm. and yet they also are sort of deeply threatening in what they represent in, term, in terms of, like, a national politics, I think. Right, because that didn't really stand out to me in Gloria Bell. In Gloria Bell, when it's about guns and what John Turturro's character says about it, you're like, ooh. So it's the exact same thing ooh. in Gloria, except right. we're talking about Pinochet. So right. like, he was in the Navy. Like, he served under Pinochet, and the conversation they have is about leadership. And he's like, there's no leaders anymore. Like, and then everyone sort of agrees, and then the friends say, yep, we're going to have to look to the youth, and then his character picks up a bottle of wine because he doesn't think the youth are the answer. He mm-hmm. thinks we need another strong man. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to talk more about that once the episode starts. So I'll start the episode. Great. <laughs> Could you tell we were just forcing you to start the episode? I get, well, um, let's see, what else? Linda, what did you have for breakfast this morning? This is Movies IML. <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Movies IMO. We are your fave film fags. We are here to have a laugh. We're here to have a big laugh about the movies and you know what we have for breakfast and what we what we think about what we think about the state of the art. Where is cinema right now? Where is it going? Where has it been? Wow. We're we're tackling the big questions. We've never talked every about week. That. Every week we're tackling the big questions. What is a camera? What is film? Wow. What is a cut? What is a person? If you're watching, if you're watching it. a picture, we can't, every can't week we it. try and seek an answer to the question. If you're watching a picture, what is a movie? <laughs> what is a picture? I don't know. My name. That's is why I'm Crook. here because I don't know. <laughs> That's why I come every week. <laughs> I want yeah. to learn. I'm seeking answers. This this like this show is basically We're like a communal like Siddhartha journey. Mm. Like we are trying to attain some sort of enlightenment through a, a form of cinematic. Before starting this podcast, I'd never seen a movie. I've oh. still never seen a movie. <laughs> wow. I don't watch the movies every week. I don't special. read about them. I just sort of pick up from what you guys are saying and you I just, run with you it. You just show up. I mean, these movies are all about ghosts. When you mm. leave this apartment. You just go into like a closet. <laughs> and I just sit. Hibernate. I just sit. And then you come out 
and to record. That's I, all you I do. hibernate, but the problem is that I'm also sort of, you know, a narco- or I'm not an narcoleptic. I'm an insomniac. So you I, just go into stasis. I just mm. sit in my bed of lies ah. and stare straight ahead. Great. Like, like, like Linda. <laughs> my name's Daniel Crook. <laughs> I'm Brandon Kirby. I'm Ben Empey. And today we are here to talk about <clears throat> Sebastian Lelio's newest picture, Gloria Bell, which is a remake of his 2013 picture, Gloria. Mm-hmm. We are also talking about John Cassavetti's Gloria. And and we might talk about Sidney <laughs> Lumet's Gloria, mm-hmm. a remake of John Cassavetti's Gloria, starring Sharon Stone in the Jenna Rollins role. As? Gloria! As Gloria. Ave Maria. So... We, are, there, are there more movies called Gloria? Oh, I'm sure there I'm are. I'm sure there are. Yeah, what else could we... Let's find out. Um, uh. While Brandon looks it up, I found the Holy Girl for $5 at Amoeba Music the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, what, what's wrong with me? I should have purchased it. Then I would own all of Lucrezia's films. Oh, I'll be dead soon. But so you like, should have gotten but it. But exactly. This is the physical media strategy that you're embarking upon, yes. and I think it's a smart one. Horde. We will all be dead soon. Well, isn't the idea that we're, we're not all going to die immediately... But we certainly won't have access to the internet, mm-hmm. so we must hoard our physical media. The so internet can... is going to go before electricity goes. Is Correct. my logic? Correct. So you that's know. why you're suddenly accepting. And even when electricity physical... goes, but you can you can get a generator if you kill someone who already has one. You know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You can also read a book, but you're going to need something to make a fire with. Yeah, you need light. You need light. I'm not going to read, read in the, after the apocalypse. <laughs> Come on. Why not? It's gonna. I, I mean, barely read now. We're gonna be wasting, or we're gonna be spending so much time just reading each other's social cues when mm. we're out in the wild foraging. Mm-hmm. Like, can I trust Brandon? Like John Lucadart's dog. Like, oh, that sweet fucking dog. I love that dog. We are also here to talk about Goodbye to Language 3D, which we all saw last night. Mm. We did at the Arrow. That's right. We were there. It's okay. It's a good movie. I liked it. I loved it actually. I, I was moved myself. By it. I was not expect. I was not expecting to be moved by it. I, I was lightly moved. I thought I was gonna hate it. Not because of its like radical construction, but because I don't like Godard very much. But I liked it quite a bit. It's good. Yeah, I think it's fine. Did you guys see that video of Tarantino being like, I like outgrew Godard? Did you guys see that video? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What's funny to me about that is that he has a framed uh, Godard poster in the New Beverly for uh, mm-hmm. uh, Band of Outsiders, mm-hmm. which is my favorite Godard movie. That's a great movie. That's the name of his production. A band company. of Park. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So it's kind of a, kind of a wild reach, if you ask me. That he outgrew him. Considering that interview was probably twenty years ago, mm. and it's still hanging in the that. New Bev lobby. Not to get too regional about it. He was just saying. He was that. probably high that day. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. We're was. supposed to get a new trailer. Or a, a trailer for the new Tarantino picture soon. I heard. Bef- I heard it was going to play before us. Oh. What? That's yeah. ne- that's if we, tra- we if we time travel to this episode that has release, already aired. Out. Maybe we've seen. We've probably one. seen it. Wow. And I thought it was cut in here. Our reaction. Good. <laughs> yeah, cut in us saying we like the trailer. I thought it was great, Grandma. <laughs> I thought it was great, Grandma. Uh. <laughs> I thought it was loud. Ah. Uh. I so am we're ready for a new. I thought Leo was hot. <laughs> he was looking. I thought good. Brad looked sleepy. Mm. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah, fuck yeah. So we are here to talk about Gloria Bell. Gloria Bell. You know Gloria Bell. You know Gloria Bell. Gloria who? Did I hear something? That was Gloria Bell. 
Ding dong, bitch. <laughs> Ding dong, the bitch is back. Gloria uh, Bell, baby. Gloria. <laughs> Gloria. Did you know that there's a song called Gloria? What? No and, way. and in Sebastian Lelio's 2019 picture. Gloria? Gloria Bell. Bell based off 2013, Gloria, which is a cover. There's a cover of Gloria there's in Gloria Bell. Of Gloria. In Gloria Bell. That was a hit in the 80s and I, that's in Gloria Bell. I prefer the cover of Gloria in Gloria, 2013's Gloria. I, that's the original Gloria. Oh, is it? That's yeah. the original well, Gloria. Well, look how little I know with my Anglo-centric point of view. I thought Gloria was sung in English. When it started playing, I Googled it, and the, the white woman's is a cover. Well, fuck her. So, and it was and a massive she, hit. And the horse she danced in on. It was the biggest hit ever by a female solo artist in its day. So it is. Ever. Well, it's a great song. And I didn't mean to say fuck that person. That was rude. <laughs> and I stand. Oh. And I stand. My it's, favorite. Yes. Gloria mm-hmm. is the Patti Smith Gloria, oh my which God. is a cover of Van Morrison's Gloria. But I prefer I prefer Patti Smith's version of Gloria to Van Morrison's version. Of you know what I like? Feminism. I like Gloria. Style. Glory. Oh, oh just the, the film Glory. Edward Ed, Ed Zwick's Denzel Glory. Washington Academy Award winner Matthew Broderick. Single, yes, uh, tear is the word um, I'm looking for. I think you never, it, I you think never hear anyone be like. I love Glory, but you know what? Matthew Broderick, underrated. Yeah. You never hear that. Like, you underrated don't. actor Matthew Broderick, and Glory is his best performance. Don't hear that. But you My did. grandpa's middle name was Glory. Really? Mm-hmm. Glory? Glory. Oh, that's amazing. hmm I love that. I think it's very meta that, there, that, that there's a cover of Glory, Gloria in Gloria in the Bell, cover of Gloria and, Bell. And it's a cover. In and Sebastian cover. Lelio... Has referred to knows his he's making a cover, right? Like mm-hmm. he knows, like and 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 me and Ben were talking a little before we got on the mic. It's like feels a little lazy. Mm-hmm. Who did he adapt? Like who's the who's the woman he adapted it with? And like why didn't they just just change a little more? Change not a little not bit. It's not even like that it has, it a little but bit. like make it work. <laughs> I would say just like, the skeleton scene doesn't work in Gloria Bell. I well as it, well it as well the do- children don't work. In Gloria Bell. I see. I think they're fine. I, I like they're, 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 I, they're not like the glaring thing that doesn't work for me in Gloria Bell. But I think say it's just, your say your piece. I just when I was watching Gloria Bell, I was just like annoyed because I don't understand children who behave like this. Mm. Where well, you're very close with your mother. I am, and I just it like it really bothers me that they are set up. They're still set up to be close to Gloria, but they just like brush her off. And like in the original, it just makes more sense. I can track the kids' emotions better. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it's a I, problem. I think actually some of it comes down to the direction of Julianne Moore's performance, which is that Moore's performance is pitched at sad sack and desperate when mm-hmm. it comes to her children in a way that Paulina Garcia's isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the entire character is. I mean, mm-hmm. Paulina Garcia's Gloria is in full control of herself. She mm-hmm. has real agency. Whereas Julianne Moore's Gloria Bell, she is very much like a woman who has been swept to the sides of the conversation and mm-hmm. is fighting to get back in, but has sort of resigned herself to being insignificant in the eyes of others. Yeah. Which, and I don't, I, I've been wondering how I wanted to talk about this because I don't want it to sound like that's not a story worth telling because obviously it is. And like, Having, having, I'm actually, I'm, this is like so obnoxious, but like having spoken to some women like of a certain age, like having like had that conversation, like with some older women that, that I have known, like friends of people I'm going to go have drinks with after this, like that's a very real, I mean, obviously we, we all know that like at a certain point, like women are no longer in the conversation. Like once mm-hmm. you pass like 40, mm-hmm. a, tr- a 
once you are no longer deemed beautiful or attractive by society standards, like women mm-hmm. are pushed out of, you know, visibility, the conversation. It's the last fuckable day sketch from Amy Schumer. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So like this is, but I think that does a better job of like ex- putting this point forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So it's sort of, it's like the, my whole thing is like, I think that there are stra- plenty of strains of that in the original Gloria, obviously. And like, this is something that Sebastian Lelio has done through his work, which is cast a spotlight on women that society would rather not see, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, I guess what it is, is that the way that I think all of the performances are directed in the remake doesn't work with the script of the original. I agree. I think that's I completely agree. the problem. Well, this is, I'm like, I'm, I'm moving way too fast. Five, so like what I was gonna say five points ago, just it's not even a matter of like making a couple more changes. Just throw it all out. Yeah. Call your character Gloria and and make a new movie. Not a yeah. new movie, but just not a a photocopy. Have it track what Julianne Moore is actually doing. Exactly. If that's the movie that she is making. Well, it's hard. Right. It's it's right. it's very frustrating for me as a viewer getting the wonderful opportunity to just watch Julianne Moore think on screen. Mm-hmm. But because the script is not as strong and the world he's built around Gloria is not nearly as believable or compelling as the original Gloria, I'm just like, I don't know what she's thinking. <laughs> like, yeah. like Melania Trump, what is she thinking? Whereas in the Paulina Garcia version, I, because so, what I love so much about both of these movies is that they rest on the performers' faces and we are just spending time with them walking around or in bed or thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get even more, I feel like, in Gloria versus Gloria Bell, where we just stay on Paulina Garcia rather than cutting to Rodolfo, whereas we mm-hmm. get more of John Turturro in the remake. Yeah. But it's just like, it's frustrating for me because what a gift. What a gift as an audience member to just, to just like track a, an entire film through the eyes of a performer I love. Yeah. But I don't really get very much, and it's not Julianne Moore's fault. I just, I don't, I'm just not hooked. Yeah. I feel like I got... I got what I wanted. She's very good in the movie. I mean, she I, is. I don't mean to. I don't mean to trample all over Julie. Um, Should I say what the movie's about? Say yeah. Let's get that out of the way. Say what the movie's about. Okay, so Gloria Bell and also Gloria, for that matter, are about Gloria, a woman in her early fifties who is divorced. She has grown adult children. She works for a living. She lives alone. And she likes to go out dancing, and she's. You know, she's just trying to figure out what the next step in her life is going to be. Not in a way, like, her life is not defined, I think, by this search, but she's putting herself out there and seeing mm-hmm. what happens. But she, it's not, she, she's not desperate. Like, she's curious. She'll, like, go up and talk to strangers. Like, she's smart. She's got a good job. Um, and eventually she meets a man when she's out dancing, and he seems to be great. This is the John Turturro character. And then we find out he's a little bit less than great. But, um... Mm-hmm. That's fine. The That's scene where say. they, <laughs> the scene where they see each other from across the dance floor, plays better in the remake, I think, because I can tell more that he is interested in her, which you don't really get from Rodolfo. But what I like, I I, I agree with you. Looking mm-hmm. at it on that from that viewpoint, I like Paulina Garcia's performance better in that moment where she is dancing. Like when she, mm-hmm. once she sees that they've locked eyes, she like she has a little fun with it. She like yeah. does twirls. And, That's like, true. You know, and it, this is what I'm saying. What's frustrating to me, and again, it's not like a woman without agency is not a movie I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, not what I'm saying at all. Those are important stories. But I just, I so much more enjoy the character of Gloria in Gloria because mm-hmm. she seems in control of her life at all times. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I missed from Gloria Bell was the frankness of the 
the sex and sexuality. Oh, I love that of people of a middle of a certain age mm-hmm. that we don't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gloria Bell was completely, you know, it's it's uh, it's very Hollywoodized. It's Hollywoodized. I thought about this too. The shot of Paulina Garcia just fully nude on the bed just with, with the nude cat next mm-hmm. to her. Yeah, and it's such a wonderful scene. And then seeing that scene in Gloria Bell, it's like. And Julie Moore is just in as good of a shape as someone in their 50s could be. Like, yes. literally. And this is, I was thinking about this when I was rewatching Glory this morning and when I was watching Glory Bell yesterday. It feels unfair to say that a performer is too beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, like to hold, it, it, that's like having it both ways with beauty standards, right? Like, right. Julian, are, like, are we really saying Julian Moore is in too good of shape for this role? Right. No, but you have to, con- and, it's, and Paulina Garcia, by the way, looks great mm-hmm. like for 50 years and i yeah. hate this language but like mm-hmm. for this for like this middle-aged character mm-hmm. she looks good she's full of life she's sexy and that's the other thing like the movie glory is so frank about middle-aged bodies which i love mm-hmm. but it's not it, it's not it's not a grotesque thing yeah. like it, it's it's kind of sexy and it, it is it, it, in its frankness it's very sexy i think and it's also provocative because we're not used to seeing middle-aged bodies fucking. Mm-hmm. And that's missing from Gloria Bell. No, there's not a, there's not enough middle-aged smash mm-hmm. in Gloria Bell. Yeah, it's, but I, it's but Hollywoodized. I, yeah, like yes. you said, Ben. What's funny, though, is like you would think that in the Hollywoodized version that the John Turturro character would be so much more charismatic, whereas he is so much more pathetic. Well, what I think the version of that is is that uh, I think the remake just leans into being a broad comedy more. And... The first one is funny, but I wouldn't call it a comedy. I wouldn't either. And I would call Gloria Bell a comedy because I think that I think everyone is directed to be a little bit broader. I think that's right. Apart from John Turturro, because even though what I'm like I'm saying his performance more, is more one note, so in a way broader, mm-hmm. but it's smaller. It's a much mm-hmm. smaller performance than Rodolfo, who d- does have a type of charisma to him. Mm-hmm. But I, on the whole, I agree with you. Yeah, and I. Um, Brandon, your log about Rita Wilson's just spot on. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> when she... it You're right. It is more broad because there's that moment where Rita Wilson has the funny bangs and the new hair, and she's like, this is what you do. Guy, you get yeah. new hair. And then Julianne Moore later, after her whole falling out in the Vegas thing, she comes in, she has new hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, what I like about Gloria Bell is that the, it's not a total Xerox because Gloria Bell is trying to say more about what is it like to be an unmarried woman in your 50s with the fact that everybody's going to be working for 30 years longer than they thought they were going to. What does your long-term security look like? Mm, mm-hmm. In the Chilean version of the film, that's right. not so much a consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the fact that... We don't talking... have a co-worker friend in Exactly. Gloria. But, but this, is, this is... that I don't like that. Like, even though I li- like, like, I like that they're going after that, exploring that theme. And it... Paul and Taylor character who doesn't exist, her mother doesn't exist right. in the original Gloria. Mm-hmm. Right. I ultimately don't think that works, even though I think Holland Taylor's great in the movie. But it gives us. She idea. got two half days of work. Yes, and guys, mm. she and Sarah Paulson probably went to like Havana on oh. it or something. Yeah, I don't. I, Sarah Paulson went to Vegas <laughs> with them to shoot the one scene. Yes. Yeah, she was the, just probably like, did. And she, she was just the there Carol for the weekend. Yeah. yeah. The but, addition of the mother character doesn't. If you're going oh, to add a mother character, that I got. Take your pills. Oh. That's all. Are you taking those in one? No. One okay. gulp. But I do take like ten pills. One fistful of pills. But yeah, if you're, then can you just take a pill and go to sleep? Take if a you're pill. adding that mother character, add her. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's really like, add her in. Use Holland Taylor. It feels more like another paragraph, or not? It feels like a couple lines in the essay when it should be a paragraph because mm-hmm. she. It's offering us a long-term vision of how Gloria might see herself. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And it's also a contrast because her mother, I can't remember either got, uh, she inherited her dead husband's money. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just so you know, like I'm living so much longer than I thought I was going to. I'm not going to have like, it's just like, I'm sorry. Like there's right. going to be nothing to pass on to you. Uh-huh. So I think that's a compelling idea. Um, and I like the addition of it, but she, especially when she circles back to save Gloria in Vegas, right? Which I much prefer in the original is just like a friend. Exactly. When it's her mom, it makes her more pathetic. I think. Yeah. In a way that I don't like. I don't. But, yeah. But it's like if you're gonna bring her back to be the savior at the end, and I don't mean to be hyperbolic. Like I'm not saying the movie's all about Holland Taylor swooping in in the end, but you have to build that character. Just like basic rule of threes. We, that's our second yeah. scene. We need three. Right. We need three. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's a plant and payoff, and characters aren't supposed to be plant and payoffs right. unless they're truly like minuscule or in the background. You know what I mean? Like Rita Wilson. Like Rita Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do. I do think I like this movie more than you both. Um, I don't know. I'm still moved by it at the end. I'm moved by it. By but the- Ben, your point that you said last night. Or in text, I forget where you said it. Um, Julianne Moore's performance at the end, yeah. she is doing something different than what Pauline Garcia is doing. And it changes doing. what the movie is about. So, yes. talk on that. Um, in the original Gloria, at the end, she's at Rita Wilson's daughter's wedding. <laughs> Rita Wilson in both movies, by the way. Uh, yeah, can you believe? <laughs> Rita Wilson <laughs> wild. is a real talent. Yeah. Um, and... Bilingual. She, okay, first of all, in the original, she sees a peacock. I love that scene. And, and they don't that, have the, that's not in. It's such a good scene. And that should be in the in the remake. And it changes not, the whole ending. It does. Yeah. And that, in the, in the original, this is, so she's at the wedding. She's not dancing. Her friend is like, come dance. And she's like, oh, I'm fine. And then she does go dance and she gets really into it. And that's the end of the movie. She spins around. In the original. Mm-hmm. She sees the peacock. She's already sort of grooving to the music. She's singing along already. Yeah. When, she's feeling and then herself. Her friend beckons her over, and she's like, no, I'm fine, but the subtext is, yeah, I'm going to come dance. Yeah. And it's already very clear and that she wants to. Me to. Yeah, yeah, it's very clear. She already wants to, and then she goes, and she does. In Glory Bell, she, Julianne Moore very much does not have the subtext of I'm already going to go dance. She's just playing straight. Like, no, I don't want to dance. Like, Mm -hmm. she's been broken in this version of the movie, and she doesn't want to dance anymore. And then she finally does, like, as a favor, because it's a wedding, she doesn't want to be the bad person at the wedding to bring the mood down. And then she gets into it. And then she gets into it. But that's a very different story. I agree, and I don't like that as much, even though I think Julie sells it. And yes. I, when, when the credits rolled at the end of Gloria Bell, I was very pleased. Mm-hmm. Like, I had all the problems we're bringing up now. I had them, yeah. but I was fine with them, because I thought it crescendoed nicely, and Julianne Moore really sells that final moment. And one of the reasons I fell in love with Gloria in the first place is because I had this thing where if any movie ends like Knights of Kiberia, it's an automatic five stars for me. Mm-hmm. And the ending of Gloria is the exact same ending as Knights of Kiberia. Our character is beat down. Mm-hmm. It's a little different because Gloria has a moment of triumph in a way that Kiberia doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Kiberia, like, and this is where it's crazy. When I was watching this the first time at the landmark, not to get to regional, when like when she went into the woods and sees that peacock and then like walks yeah. out of the woods to go to the dance, like in Kiberia, she's like walking out of the woods, gets to the road. And there's just like this little circus going on, like mm-hmm. a parade going down the street where everyone's like singing and playing, so, like playing instruments. And she marches with them, and she's crying, and then she smiles, and that's yeah. the end of the movie. Like it's the idea of just like life beats you down, mm-hmm. but you just keep on dancing. Yeah, it's the most beautiful 
ending in the Disney Do you think the new Beverly is going to do Kiberia they fucking in April? Because they they're doing better. the first two. I know, I know. In March, at the end do, of the month. Do you like a Kiberia? It's like, what would be there? That, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I almost would want them to do, like, left field. Like, do Amarcor, do Satyricon. Yeah. Like, yeah. do, like, some late period Fellini. Because mm-hmm. those that trilogy is sort of like the welcome yeah. to the international stage Federico mm-hmm. Fellini. And then, like, end it with all the excess. Yeah. But anyway. That's um, accurate. Sorry, I just, I'm getting, compl- I'm tail spinning. But what I don't like about the Gloria Bell ending, and again, it, it worked for me, is that this version of Gloria is so much more dependent on the approval of others in a way that, and again, perfectly fine character yes. study. Perfectly fine character study, but it doesn't work within the bones of this other person's story, in mm-hmm. my opinion. The fact that she is, she, like, she feels herself at the end because she learns to, like, trust her friend or like or, or because her friend cajoles her into doing it it doesn't feel like a victory in the same way that the other film does because this the whole movie this character is trying like is desperately seeking the approval of others yeah and i don't want to make her one note but that's an element of her character and then when she has her triumphant moment at the end because someone pulled her up to do it mm-hmm. you see what i mean like mm-hmm. it just doesn't have the same it doesn't have the same moment of victory i mm-hmm. agree but i i I love that it ends with like a, a tighter close-up on the spin. Mm-hmm. I love the last shot of Gloria with the arms in the air spin. Uh, uh-huh. I, it's like I think it's iconic, but um, but I did like seeing more of Julianne Moore's face. Like that yeah. it was the, more in a close-up. The Gloria up. Bell spin is good. It's a good spin. It's fine. Take it for a spin. I want to talk about the paintball scene. Okay, Which one? because I the I have something she, to say about the paintball when she takes her revenge because mm-hmm. I. Actually, think I would have to rewatch both, but my gut reaction was that I preferred it. I I preferred the way Lelio covered it in Gloria Bell. Hmm. I thought it worked. What What is different? Because to me, it seems like the exact same series of shots. So I'm missing. Is something. it? Because maybe it is. But, but you're it, a filmmaker, so you would probably have a better idea than I no. would about the. No, you would. So like, what is I, the? I don't know. I I would have to rewatch both, but I just remember the way that the sisters and the mom comes. Out, yeah, that is, is, that is, is different. Timed yes. differently. That is different. And there's a punchline because she fucking comes out on crutches mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. And I don't remember that happening That's true. in Gloria. That's no. true. So I think the way the final moment. Even when but she But again, that's like Hollywood broader. Even to when point. she pulls she pulls up the car further, and I think she has to walk further. Just the mm. whole way yeah. the thing is framed just felt it felt it yeah, it's more Hollywoodized, but I thought it worked. There's something I like about just the short burst of it in the original film. Sure, yeah. Because the whole the movie is not about her getting her revenge on this guy. This is just one yeah. more beat in her story. Right. And it's also, I would like to talk about the political overtones of these movies, but we don't have to do it right this second. But it is it, it, it is more a rejection than an overcoming in, in the original film, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. She shoots him. She shoots up the house. She doesn't hit a window like she does in Gloria Bell. Right. She shoots him in the chest. I think it's actually funnier the way that he falls down. <laughs> Oh, I forget. Does he just like? He, it's just toppled. sort of like, oh my balls, you know, like it's <laughs> kind of like one of those moments. Um, and and yeah, and then and then they come out, and then Gloria walks away. Like it's not. What's different in Gloria Bell is yeah, we have one of the daughters like following her. Like we actually see her in Gloria's she's coverage. Like, you bitch. Like, you bitch. Which again, same line in the original. But I like that Gloria. We like we never see them. Like like we see them in like a pan. Yeah. As Gloria's like going back to her car because that part of the story is over. Right. You know, and that's what I like about the economy of the original. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that we see the daughters in Gloria Bell walk to the car, but it, it gives his story more importance than I think it should have in the calculus. Or just like in the balance. Like, 
Sure. I'm looking for my balance. Here is a, mm, a negative that I have mm-hmm. about the remake that if I had, if it had come to me first in the original, I don't think this thought would have occurred to me, mm-hmm. which is when John Turturro goes to the parking garage and they fight, when Julianne Moore opens the trunk and gives him his paintball guns yep. back mm-hmm. and... She. I thought this too. I, I was. Going with I was immediately like, "Oh, this is just to establish that she still has the guns because these are going to come back in the third act." That is the only. That is it. And then when everyone in my audience was surprised and excited when she was shooting him with the paintball gun, I was like, "How did you not know that right. that's how this is ending?" Right. Yeah. And I don't think I would have had that feeling. The reason Gloria, from the original. The reason why is because Rodolfo shoves them in. Gloria's not like, "Okay, well, I'll take these then." Yes, you know, I think that's which is right. kind of he, a funny, kind of a funny moment in Gloria Bell. Yes, but it does feel like a plant. Yes, yeah, and then yeah, in Gloria, it's more natural. It is, yeah, and I think she in Gloria Bell, she opens the trunk specifically to get the paintball guns. I could be wrong, but in Gloria, she's opening the trunk to like throw her bag. I think in, that's right, and then she's also she's like also take your I, guns. I think that's right. And it's just Take like... Take your toy guns. Yeah. And these, like, minor, minor changes. Mm-hmm. Why? When everything else is the same... I think same, it's got to be... Whoever financed it, because I don't think it was A24. No, I think no, A24 I, I think, didn't they pick picked it up, it up yeah. at Toronto. Toronto. So whoever financed it I had think notes. Right. Whoever financed it, I think, had notes to make it more accessible on a commercial level. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, right. Yeah. Here, so I'll look it up. I want to talk about something that we talked about at the beginning of the program, which is this added layer of just neon panache that Sebastian Lilio is mm-hmm. lacquering the film with. Mm-hmm. Which I, I do like. I, I think, think it's gorgeous. I think it's gorgeous, too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Ben feels that way because he didn't like a fantastic woman. And I feel like he's starting to do this in a fantastic woman a little yes. bit. Yes. The blending of the magical. No, I do like it. You do like that in fantastic. Oh, I do. I like yeah. it. And that's my favorite part yeah. of the fantastic woman. Yes. But. To the point of it being on this story, it just offends me that like realism is not a style to people. Like, but you know what I mean? And, 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 like yeah. to critics who think that this has more style. Yeah. Like, right. Oh yeah, of course. But also like Lelio himself. Like yeah. Gloria is a is told with more realism, mm-hmm. obviously, and the, and he still is able to find these moments of the magical coming. Oh, it's Film normal. Nation finance it. That's right. Oh. There is a Film Nation logo, so for sure they had notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm disappointed in Sebastian Lelio as a filmmaker, even though I like the movie fine. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I would tell people to go see it. Mm-hmm. Go see it. As I told Brandon before you got here, I would love to be paid what I think is probably high six figures to just Remake redo what exactly what I already did. Yeah. So there's no thought process. It's just do the labor. And I guess you can't really fault him for that. No. Yeah. It's also, and it's the opportunity to work with Julianne Moore. Okay, and, there's that too. And make an English movie that has like, exposure, good backing, yeah. and all of that. With no offense to Academy Award winner Rachel Weiss and future Academy Award winner Rachel McAdams. But, oh, that's right. He has already done an English movie. Right. No, but that's not the same kind of star power. No. And it's not as if like... It's not Ju- Julianne Moore. No one ever says like, Julianne Moore opens a movie, mm-hmm. but like Julianne Moore is a bigger star. than She opens a movie of this size. Exactly. What exactly. Is. Exactly. Whereas, like, Rachel McAdams is a big star, but shes I don't think that Rachel McAdams in an indie means that yeah. like, everyone's going to go see it. Right. Whereas, like, you put Rachel McAdams on the poster for Game Night, and I'm not saying Rachel McAdams is the reason why that movie made money, but mm. future, People do get excited. future Academy Award winner Rachel McAdams does have something more of a draw in the mainstream rather than the independent, like, art house crowd, yeah. I would think. Yeah, I agree. Even though her Oscar nomination is for an independent film. 
Spotlight. That's true. Yeah, Spotlight. Spotlight. Don't you have? I completely disagree with you, but don't you have a funny line about her nomination in Spotlight? Oh yeah, that she got nominated for loading crying while loading the dishwasher, <laughs> which is something I do every day. <laughs> Whereas expecting a nomination, uh, <laughs> expecting a nomination. So with the color of this movie also comes the score, mm. which I love. I don't remember. I love the score in John Cassavetti's Gloria. Well, mm. great score there too. But you guys don't remember. The score in Gloria Bell. I really don't. Mm-mm. It is dreamlike. It's sort of like shimmery. It's shimmery. Yeah. It's dreamlike. It matches the color palette. It's wonderful. It, for me, it really added to it because Gloria doesn't have a score or maybe minor score. It has music. Some score yeah. has music. But I like this has a very filmic, right. big, shimmery, beautiful so, score. So and is, I loved it. This is. I am sure the music was good. I don't remember hating the music. I'm sure I liked it. And I and I, well and I liked the dreamlike quality of the visuals. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that the music, you know, I am I am guilty all the time. I'm one of those terrible people who like forgets to pay attention to the sound. Even though sound is and like I love Lucrezia Martel, she would cane me. Um she but I, I often oh. forget to consider that. She would stuff. say, Mira. She would say, Mira, put your knuckles on the table. Oh. <laughs> I here's where I get frustrated though again with this type of visual panache on Gloria Bell with the story I think in order for this idea to work that like Gloria is actually living in this movie like she's living in this wonder like her story is worthy of magic you know what I mean like her quotidian is spectacular and she doesn't know it yet because the way that they build that character is that she wouldn't know it she seems like she doubts herself that Mm -hmm. she feels insecure about her relationship with her family and with the world at large so in order for that to work for me, she has to realize at the end that she's living in that movie. And I don't. And, uh, she needs to realize it of her own volition. Right. And I don't think she does. In, so, in Gloria, Gloria Bell. Right. So ultimately, that, that's sort of where this, the style in this film falls apart for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that, I don't think it's matched to the character's journey in the way that it should be. Right. Whereas like with a fantastic woman, like those pops of fantasy. That works. As escape, mm-hmm. as empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like, Away from such like a a harrowing uh, quotidian with like with the police investigation in that movie, right? Um, Something I find interesting. Yeah, please, that I'm, interesting. That I'm I'm looking up right now mm-hmm. is that the same cinematographer did Gloria and a Fantastic Woman, but did not do Gloria Bell. Well, hmm. that makes a lot of sense because a Fantastic Woman also has sort of a, a street level realism. Mm-hmm. That does so, make sense. Like, except in the breaks of reality i i found it a little frustrating the conversation like i almodovar got thrown out as a reference point for a fantastic mm-hmm. woman because i believe he produced the film or he had i think so but there was a lot of talk about lelio as like some sort of like almodovarian uh what's protégé. the protege thank you um an almodovarian protege wow it sounded good in my head and i couldn't yeah. say it um but i don't think that's true but I let me build my case. So, you, like, one of my favorite Almodovar movies is What Have I Done to Deserve This? Which is exactly that. Realism with these pieces of magic all over it mm. that elevate the quotidian, especially elevate, like, a woman's routine as if to say, like, this is not just worthy of a movie, but it is otherworldly. It is spectacular. Magic. Con- you, these women can conjure magic just by going about their routines and holding mm-hmm. the world together. So there is an Almodovar precedent for that type of... of I'm, of course, thinking of the scene where... Daniela Vega like floats to the top of the ceiling but they used that clip for everything to represent mm-hmm. that movie was it Oscar clip like all yeah. this stuff and I don't necessarily think that that is what defines that movie in the same way that some of the magical realism and what if I don't deserve this mm. marks that movie mm-hmm. so I just I think it's lazy 
to say that Lelio is Almodovarian simply yeah. because he uses that type of color. Because his stories, even though they are kind of melodramas, they're not they're not soapy in the same way that Almodovar yeah. is. And it's not like you have to be a carbon copy of a filmmaker in order to be like Hitchcockian. You know right. what I mean? But I don't know. I just think it's a lazy comparison. But see, like Almodovar is Hitchcockian. To use that exact yes, no, example. I, I agree. I agree. And, and Lelio, I would never things. say that at all. Very good point. Yeah. And like I would use Douglas Sirk as an analog for Almodovar, but I never would for Sebastian Lelio. I, and, and, and that's not a knock against Lelio. I no. don't think I, he's not doing Sirk. Right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. And that's there. So they are more divergent in my right. opinion as well. I'm very curious to see what he does next because I love the original Gloria. It is one of my favorite movies from the last 10 years. Even if I don't think it's one of the absolute best, it is one of my favorites. And I fucking loved A Fantastic Woman, mm -hmm. and I haven't seen Disobedience. I don't know. I'm just like, I, I would like to, it's not a matter of like being proven right about him. I just would like him to, if he's going to do this more colorful, vibrant style, just apply it to a story where it makes a little more sense. And that doesn't mean splashy, soapy, melodramatic thriller like Almodovar. Like, mm -hmm. put it on whatever you need to. Put it on Gloria Bell, but just have the character's journey reflect that a little bit yeah. more. Or make the contrast say something. Right. That's, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I do want to talk about something that I think is smart. Mm -hmm. I, I, a, 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 a smart Xerox, where it's changed a little bit, but it still honors the original idea, which is the Rodolfo Arthur character. So Rodolfo obviously pines after the Pinochet era. He served in the Navy. He certainly murdered people. Like, Rodolfo has definitely killed people, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why, like, in this sort of liberal circle, everyone eyes him with some suspicion. Like, Chile has this complicated political history, um, as they talk about in the movie at that sort of couples conversation. Yeah. Like how, how now we're living in this fake Chile, like where we've like rebuilt it, but it, our leaders are ineffectual. Like healthcare costs a million dollars. Like everything sucks. Um, and the way that like his, his ambition to own a theme park full of fake war, mm -hmm. like how that is reflective of that type of male aggression. What I think is fascinating about the character is that he's a beta male and how that still makes him... Like, just because he's a beta male doesn't make him any less threatening. Mm -hmm. And also the way that both characters prey on the sympathies of these women are fascinating to me because that's very much what dictators do. Mm -hmm. they, they exploit your... They make you suspend your disbelief because of the promise of something. In this case, it's the promise of love. It's the promise of a relationship. It's the promise of a better Chile. Or in our case, it's the promise of making America great again, mm -hmm. which Arthur is representative of, I think. Yeah. Um... So this like I, I something that I love about the original Gloria is that there's this political allegory on top of it. The whole movie is not about rejecting this title, like not, not not falling for Pinochet round two, or not or not letting this level of like toxic masculinity owning the country. I don't think it's about that purely. I think it's also about it's more about Gloria's life. But I mm -hmm. think that's a really smart. I just, I find that very clever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what I like about and what I like in Gloria Bell with that character. It's basically just the fact that they go to Vegas, <laughs> like yeah, that, right. You know, like that—that's the idea. Like that, this—this this is that's this is that guy's conception of yeah su success. I was telling Ben earlier. I I I was I was annoyed that I was like Vegas, really? Like that's going to be the big romantic. But then, like you're saying, obviously, yeah, that he it's, would do that exactly because that character it, is sad. And it's not what Gloria wants, but Gloria yeah. has been tricked or or, or is allowing is. is suspending her disbelief in order to feel the 
to feel the simulation of love, the simulation mm-hmm. of companionship. She doesn't want yeah. to be that lonely solo dancing skeleton. It's how yeah. it's how dictators exactly. come to power. Like yeah. they they promise people the opportunity to not feel insignificant. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have a bright future. And meanwhile, he's disappearing. He's spending all his money on his ex-wife and daughters, mm-hmm. but he's saying it's fine. It's fine. We're not putting kids in camps. You know? Yeah. The trade wars are not <clears throat> killing our economy, mm-hmm. are not fucking over farmers. No, this is great. Yeah. America's great now. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, that's the parallel. Mm-hmm. And so I credit Lelio for, for finding the American analog to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's not as effective as it could be in my no, opinion. No, the gun conversation like and the end of the world conversation, which is the yeah. the, the American translation, felt a little too on the nose for yes. me. And then the the final Julianne Moore line where she's like, "Well, the world's burning. I hope I go down dancing." I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that either. <laughs> I don't. That's my new ringtone. I don't, I don't like, like that, that either. <laughs> uh, but what I do like. Is the Sean Astin scene? Oh, that I like brought that, too. that brought me such joy because I liked, I liked just, that it was him. He doesn't have you a trust him. Mm-hmm. He just has that presence. He doesn't have a line. He doesn't speak a line. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. He shows up. He sort of falls on her on the table. Mm-hmm. Same. Exact and then one. they're <laughs> drinking, and he's like muttering to himself, and Julian Moore just like la la la. And then next thing you know, they're on the twirling, and then she's asleep at the pool. He doesn't have a line, and I think it's great. I I find fall, I find being on the beach in the morning alone a more effective choice than falling asleep on a, on a right. beach or outside. Yeah, the but pool. but again, it, that's a type... has nothing to do with Sean Astin. I'm just saying. Yeah. No no no. But yeah, that's another moment where it's like, I'm sure Lelio having a conversation with. Um, they were they were like that's depressing. Like it looks like she died. Having a conversation with <laughs> Alice sure Alice Johnson no Bower. Is that the executive? Is the, no, 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 no. That's who he adapted it with. Oh, okay. I'm sure they were like, well, there's What's, no beach. There's no beach. So where do we put her? They're, they're not just going to put her on the edge of the desert. They're not, yeah, they're not going right. to put her in the desert. But that would be more effective. And I funny. do, I do love the shot of her walking and she passes the like showgirl. Girls. I like that shot too. I think that's very nice. Um, but yeah, her falling asleep at the edge of the pool. Yeah, where else are you going to put her? In a casino on the floor? On the edge, yeah. of, the, on the edge of the desert. <laughs> on the edge of the desert, on the, at the edge of the freeway. She wakes up because a little lizard's like licking her cheek. <laughs> Something that bothers me. What bothers is... you? Something that bothers me in this movie is that it's very an intentional joke that John Turturro's daughters are fat. I don't like that. I hate oh, it. it I really agree. bothers me. I completely that agree. When they ran out. Mm-hmm. And their weight is it's it's meant for humor, it's this, and it sucks. It's one of the only and the hair. It's like they they have like the poof hairstyle. Yes, yep. It's like it's I meant, think it's, it's mean. meant for a laugh. I think, and it's, I think mean. it's mean, and it reminds yep. me of like my least favorite beat in Sideways, which is a movie I genuinely really love, which is that the guy who is having sex with the waitress, I think that yeah. Thomas hit her. The waitress's husband mm-hmm. is like a big guy, mm-hmm. and when he's like running down the street, like his dick's flopping out, but he's also like kind of a big guy. Yeah, and I don't like that beaten sideways, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't like it here. Yeah, and I actually was disappointed watching Gloria again to find that they were also heavy. There. Yeah, but I don't think it's played for laughs in the same way. I agree. It's not. However, however, 
one thing that I clocked that I did like in Gloria Bell is that, so the John Turturro character has had gastric bypass surgery, mm-hmm. and he shows Gloria Bell the picture of him, but we don't get an insert of the picture. Right. And I liked oh, that. Oh, that's also a, a fat joke played for laughs. Well, this is, no, no, She no, just no. laughs at his, no, no, like, no, no. I agree. overweight photo. I agree, but I liked that we didn't see the photo, so the, we weren't inviting the, like, sometimes you, Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you laugh at things you're not supposed to laugh at yeah. in, a, in a close moment with friends or, ro- like, romance. Not everything should be scrutinized, like, yeah. So I get, I let it go away. Yeah, that one didn't bother but me. In, Just because the it is not the but audience in Gloria, being asked to laugh. And this is where I hate to like knock the movie that I love. But we actually we don't get an insert, but we do get a we get more Clear. of an image. Um, I, I get, wonder if it is only because John Turturro was not recently two hundred and fifty pounds. That's, well, it was this actor. Do you know? I don't know, but um, wait. So in, I think her ex husband's in the club. Oh, I think the ex husband's in the club. Wait, in Gloria. This, the Pablo Lorraine there's movie. also he used to be overweight yes oh, I don't remember that and it's not like it, it's 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 not a fat joke but it I think it's handled better in Gloria Bell mm-hmm. that in, moment interesting I don't remember it. I don't remember it in Gloria I'm glad you brought that up because that really put it a really, bad taste in my mouth same same mm-hmm. I think it's rude I think it's really rude and like I, and like part of me wishes that they were like he had made them sons because that mm. makes the Trump thing even like the adult mm. children who like what's it, large adult son yeah that's what it's called like the the idea right. of like the 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 grown up sons who are still dependent on their fathers for uh-huh. everything and like their fathers will always protect them from everything mm-hmm. if you're gonna do the Trump thing make them Go sons there. yeah make them sons yeah. yeah. Um, the other th- also okay yeah I, I will not continue Please. harping on this but when I think of Redondo Beach moms who don't work and daughters who don't work that's just not what they look like these are girls right. from the fighter yeah right. yeah yeah that's they just, should have been like beach yes like daughters yes like they're like privileged they're basically I valley agree. girls yes valley girls yeah. exactly I agree um, also, where are these dance clubs that Gloria Bell's going well, to in Los Angeles? Thing. We were talking about this last night. Like, and we were saying last night, it's not as if we have we we wouldn't have been to them. You know, I'm sure that they exist. I'm, Do like, you think I have been? But I've like stumbled into clubs like this, like on like a bachelorette party. Oh, sure. And like where you're just going from bar to bar and you walk in and it's just like, oh, everyone's 60 here. Oh, okay. So they do do exist. exist. I mean, obviously. It's like on the west side. What would we know? That makes sense. Yeah, what would we know? Right. But I believe the more. It takes place in Santiago, right? I don't know. It it takes place. It's got to take place in Santiago, Chile. But I just believe it more there. Like I, it, it yeah. seems so much more normal. They, it's a more like natural, card ta- not card tables, but like banquet tables. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, and it just yeah, some of the, some of the, Americanized adaptation like could have been less lazy. And here's the thing. It's not as if you have to hold every remake, <coughs> up to the quality of the original. You you should give these movies a fair shake to to exist on their own. But this movie never tries to distinguish itself, in my opinion, in any in any real effective way. I've we've I've brought up a couple things that are different that I like and some things that are different that I don't like. But on the whole, these are xeroxes of one mm-hmm. another. Where was I going with this? Oh, but having said that, it's just like I don't know why I'm building up to this. It's, we've already been saying it, but it's just like it's it's frustrating to watch a movie that is constantly recalling the original mm-hmm. because scenes are duplicated, dialogue is duplicated. The, Every shot that is good in Gloria Bell is better in Gloria. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it kind of feels like a wasted opportunity because yeah. because this is a timeless story. Mm-hmm. 
you could take it in so many directions. Like, keep keep the central sort of relationship there. Keep the political allegory. I've made it clear I love that element. But why are you copying the, the shots? Mm-hmm. Why is the dialogue the same? Even what the, even what Gloria and her son talk about is the same. It's fungus in a baby's mouth. It's I the do. Same. I do think Film Nation was like, no, we literally want the same movie. <laughs> yeah. I really think. They want a vehicle for Julianne Moore. And, you know, again, make your money, Sebastian Lelio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thrilled. Thrilled to see what he does. I will say, having not seen the original when I saw it, I had a good time. Like good. I, I had a okay, that's good. I had a million notes, but I never was like, I wish I wasn't. I was going to say, let's all say something nice about Gloria Bell. I think Julianne Moore is spectacular. It's just a different movie that she's yeah. playing. And I was saying to Brandon, I think it's unfair. I, I was saying it, it's unfair for me to even level this against Julianne Moore, but I just think Polina Garcia does it better. And I'm not, I'm not like pitting women against women. It's because it's an actress in the exact same role, yeah. basically. So I'm in that. Polina Garcia gives one of my probably top ten lead actress performances of the last decade. Like, I'm just, I'm really in love with that performance. I'm in love with the character she builds. So it was hard for me, like, Julianne Moore wasn't the problem. Yeah. It could have been any, it could have been Kate Blanchett. I mm-hmm. mean, which, that's not good casting. But, like, it could have been any actress I love. Mm-hmm. And I would have had the same problem. Can you believe mm-hmm. their daughter is Kate Blanchett? I mean, Kate Winslet. See, but I, that log was funny, but yes. It, she really look looks similar. like Kate Winslet. She looks like she could be Kate Winslet's sister or something. Oh, yeah. But I think she looks like a good cross hybrid between Brad Garrett and, and, Julian, and Moore. Julian Moore. Yeah. I don't have to say I, Michael Sarah, Brad Garrett is Michael Sarah's dad. <laughs> That's kind of genius. Funny. <laughs> yeah. With the coloring of Julianne Moore. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't have to say anything nice about Gloria Bell. Because I I actually think it's a great movie. I think it's good. I think it's good. And I will. If you you look at Gloria Bell, and I know it's impossible to do this, and you shouldn't do this, but if if Gloria didn't exist, Gloria Bell's great. So I'm trying to look at it. I think that's right. I think that's right. I'm trying to look at it that way. I gave it three stars. That is above average. For Ben, for you, that's for you, that's. He good. <laughs> I gave it three and a half stars, and then after rewatching Gloria, I changed it to three, and I changed the line in my log saying it's a great cover, two, it's a good cover. And it's not, if that was the only movie that existed, three and a half stars for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watching the other, which it was really like, really, I think it's only a star difference. No, mm-hmm. I think it's a solid star and a half difference. Um, anyway, what I'll say nice about it is that I think Lelio continues to evolve in his vibrant sense of color, mm-hmm. shadow neon i love the opening shot like the tilt down from that row of color like the row of flashing lights into mm. the mm-hmm. into the room i prefer the opening shot in the first one just like a straight on in the club and then a slow zoom i like that better but i think it is exciting to see him flexing like this He's and, and, and exciting it's rich it's, it's rich it's layered it's complicated it's interesting ultimately it's interesting it's riveting it's riveting uh, wow riveting it was it was one. a titanic achievement mm. wow. and i would like to see him sail in a different direction oh, with it not towards the iceberg not gloria bell oh. gloria bell might be <laughs> it's, gloria bell's not the iceberg i know but like, it's not but he nicked the iceberg he got lucky you got lucky. Got close. Yeah. I like this movie. I like Gloria Bell. I don't mean to be a... When it's on Amazon Prime, I'm going to tell my mom to watch it. Oh, you all, know? all of our moms need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because my mom would never my, watch I Gloria. I think my mom will really like this movie. Same. Yeah, mom. It's definitely a movie that you moms tell Moms everywhere. Watch Gloria yeah. Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, Gay I'm men and moms. I'm the only one with Gay a divorced mom. No, your mom's, your mom's remarried. Yeah. Your mom's divorced. Yeah. My mom has been divorced. Has been divorced, yeah. Um, it's divor- I, I mean this totally seriously. But is being divorced the same thing as being an alcoholic? And that, like, you're always an alcoholic. Even if you get sober, you're still an alcoholic. If you're divorced and get remarried, and I'm not, I'm not saying that getting a divorce and being an alcoholic are the same things, but, like, that, just that label, are you still, like, 
yeah, divorced I, even if you're remarried? Yes, because it is always divorced. It, my mom talks about the difference in your mindset going into your first marriage versus your second marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say yes, she's okay. always interesting. A I divorced just think that's woman. Interesting. Yeah, rich Okay, so now we're going to talk about Gloria from 2013, the original Sebastian Lelio film, Ben. Do we have more to say? talk about our first ever Cassavetes picture <gasps> on the podcast 77n and we have not we've spoken wow. for 150 hours roughly wow. oh my god and we haven't we haven't designated more than five minutes on john Cassavetes. Wow. what the fuck what is the wrong with fuck one of my all-time faves so ben, how so, are you still with us I yeah know. i'm surprised you haven't walked out i know so of course we're going to talk about because they're just so original that they don't fit exactly you know and so of oh. course to mark the occasion of our first Cassavetes, we're going to talk about the best Cassavetes picture mm. <laughs> definitely the best one ever made yeah we're talking about gloria gloria, gloria? from 1980 she's a tough lady but she sides with a little guy gloria does it is that the actual yes that is the actual tagline tagline. wow brassy brawny and in charge i don't know i was as i was re-watching it i was like oh this actually kind of does fit thematically with the gloria episode yeah Yeah. she's a she's a woman of a certain age having her life shaken up yeah just come say hi to your grandma (laughs) that wig reveal great grandma (laughs) great grandma Oh my god, Ben, make that. <laughs> take great grandma. take great grandma from the last and put it after Jenna Rollins oh says say hello to your grandma at the end of Gloria. <laughs> great grandma. Great grandma. Oh, that's funny. When the kid runs If up you in did slow not listen motion. to our last episode, just Google the trailer for it, The Last. The last that's trailer. the whole title of the movie, <laughs> The Last. The last what? Great grandma. Nazi on her iPad. <laughs> Doing a Nazi on the iPad. I was mad that I got kicked out of my job. <laughs> I wish we'd won. So I could sue God. God. I like the God I, I brought it. this up on the last episode, but I like the part when when the one character's like, after all these years, your genius is still unparalleled. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing Nazi, Nazi cartoons. Cart- but, but but then she says, But if you publish this, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh God! Oh so God! He's a cartoonist. I can't wait to you do. You see him like cross hatching a swastika. Yep. I can't wait to do our episode on the last. The last. We might need to. Uh, when does it come out? I think we've scheduled through that month already. We should skip mm. us to do the oh, last. Yeah. If we ever, sense. if we ever like do any sort of premium content, mm. our, our the last. It episode, would be the last. Yeah, it might be our first and our last premium content. Mm. She's got a heart of gold. What? No, that's not the the tagline for a, a Sharon Stone remake. And a purse of hot steel. <laughs> I love when she's like, "Empty your guns into my purse," and you just hear all the, bu- like, all the just bullets. Just like a long take of all of the bullets falling there's into a, there's the a, purse. I, I like the moment at the end of Glory when she's finally sitting down with the big boss, and she's like, "Yeah, so what? Like, yeah, just you know, don't take the kid. I don't really like him. So what? Like, it's all good. Don't worry about it. So mm-hmm. what?" And the guy's like, "Gloria." 
every time we have run into you, you started shooting at us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. then like you like you see a red star on her face, like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like that's the right thing to do. It's why she's still alive. Yeah. They would kill her at any second. Mm-hmm. God, I, her shooting in this movie is so riveting. I know. Jenna Rollins. I love when she's like, when they're getting into the cab, and she's like, "Come on, I love it." <laughs> and, when, and, then, and then the cab driver's like. That's quite an accident. She goes, we're not interested in that. <laughs> like, she's like, we're not all about that. And just like drive past. Drive away. Jenna Rollins is so Take funny. a walk. Take a, oh, when that line, take a walk. Everyone says, take a take walk. Take a walk. And well, she says it to the server. The, server, <laughs> yes. the server's like, well, Jenna Rollins is like, I'll take a coffee. Black or regular? Cream and sugar on the side. Take a walk. <laughs> it's like, what? what? It's so good. How and rude. then the kid says, take a walk. <laughs> And the the waitress does a double take. She's mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck?" To 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 parrot another iconic child performance. How rude! I think that the child performance is not nearly as bad as the world thinks it is. I don't think it's good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more the problem of the screenplay than the child yeah. because he doesn't really he's not really given anything to do but to parrot things. Yeah, but when it comes to parroting, he is so indelible when he's saying take a walk like Jenna Rollins why is there no scene for him to like truly grieve his parents yeah he's just like being thrust about it's just like okay yeah they're dead <laughs> bye they're dead alright he, see, he sees the newspaper man mm-hmm. and then he's cool with it he never has a breakdown and like I would just expect that of a six year old what I like uh, well let me finish my point about parroting mm-hmm. it's also clear that John Cassavetes directed him through imitation he was mm. like do what I just did yeah because the yeah. way he contorts his face looks exactly like mm. John Cassavetes like mm. the grimaces and like the like the yeah. slide turns of the head even like I said this in my letterbox vlog but even the way he like looks at Jenna Rollins mm-hmm. is like with that sort of like I am obsessed with you mm-hmm. but I'm also like not sure if I'm safe in your presence mm-hmm. like kind of love yeah it, it, it's just so clear that it was like a do what I do mm-hmm. type performance. I love when she calls those men sissies. Mm. Mm. She's like, you let a woman beat ya. <laughs> and then she like back, oh my God, it's so good. I, so I want to talk about, uh, this is so boring, but I want to talk about the Oscars. Mm. So this is the year that Sissy Spacek wins for Coal Miner's Daughter. As I believe mm. I said on the episode, I don't think it's her strongest performance. So I don't need, I, Sissy Spacek wins an Oscar for In the Bedroom in my mind. She probably wins, if you did category fraud and rainer supporting for three women, she probably wins for me. So like in my universe, Sissy Spacek has at least one Oscar. Mm-hmm. General Owens probably will definitely should have won for Woman Under the Influence because that's arguably the best performance of all time. Mm-hmm. But I think Gloria would have been a great Oscar win. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it would have it, been so fun. It would have been fun. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's sort of like when Jeff Bridges won for Crazy Heart. It's a better performance than that. And I think Jeff Bridges is good in Crazy Heart. But it's like, you're doing that thing we like that you do. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, yep. like manic, desperate, large and in charge. Like I love General when Owens, deteriorating on stream. she's going to the final meeting and the boy is like, I love you, Gloria. And she, and she just stands there. And you can't even see her eyes. And you thanks. feel her emoting. She's so good. And then she says, thanks. And closes the door. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, kid. Thanks. So what happened to I don't want cat? my face to look like can- hamburger. What happened to her cat? That is the most brutal note in the whole movie for me. More oh, than wait. Buck Henry getting shot in the face with Buckshot. It's the, the cat's the cat. gonna get out of the apartment and it's gonna yeah. be a street cat now. That's sad. It is sad. That is sad. In the Bronx. I, in, their, in the Bronx. In their apartment in the Bronx. I liked her cat. Next to Yankee yeah, Stadium. I love the way that Cassavetes builds environment. Oh, yes. In relation to his characters. 
Like the emotions explored, because when I think about Cassavetes, I think him like as an emotionally direct filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like that that it's the sort of thing where like characters and their relationships and their interiority takes over interiority. Interiority. Like overrides plot, mm-hmm. which may is more true to life. Mm-hmm. We don't live our lives by going from A to B. It's more impulsive than that. Mm-hmm. Unless you consider like your professional trajectory, your life. So that's like that's why Cassavetti's movies feel like life to me because they the, the way that the story builds is more based on motivation mm-hmm. rather than plan to pay off. Yeah, and this movie is so much more plan to pay off. Yeah, um, but what feels distinctly it's a studio movie. It's a studio movie exactly. But what feels distinctly Cassavetti's to me is just sort of like the grit and texture of the New York, and, mm-hmm. and but more importantly, like how the characters in operate inside of it and seem both in opposition to it, but also just completely enmeshed within it. He ran the location managers ragged on this movie. Like, they, Oh, really? They hate him. Well, tell us that story. It was just a lot of, like, they would show him a location, like, no, this isn't dumpy enough. Like, that, like I need graffiti. I need this building to be falling apart on the inside and out. And they would just take him. And, like, it was like... He He's was, like, this is the Biltmore. John Cassavetes is very much, like... The, my favorite Nancy Reagan quote of when she re, she redoes the whole menu the day before a big dinner and the cooks are like, oh, we only have two days. And she's like, well, you have two days and two nights. That's, oh, that's oh my God. evil. That's very John Cassavetes. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, so don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, f- figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's the type of manic energy that I also like in his movies. Like, mm-hmm. there's this, there's a feeling of do or die with everything mm-hmm. that, like, you have to get the shot. Mm-hmm. And not in a way that, like, well, we'll just put the camera here and we'll get it from here. Like, mm-hmm. it is, I don't know, it's this crazy thing where it's both meticulous and feels freewheeling. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Because you do it a hundred fucking times. Yeah. He shot so, like, the ratio is insane. And he was very specific, but he didn't like to tell actors what to do. So it was, Except for the kid in glory. So it was just, <laughs> yes. So it was just like, okay, we're going to do it again. And then he just like you just keep doing it yeah. without any direction until you've got it. What from I'm sure that Ben feels the same way, except like ten times more so. But if I could watch any scene in a movie being made, like if I could just sit in a director's chair by craft, not no, not by crafty, like mm-hmm. by Video Village mm-hmm. or pre Video Village, just like shadowing the director, the scene where General the sequence where General Rollins is swept off to the crazy house. Oh fuck! In yeah. a woman under the uh-huh. influence. Because that feels so representative of the shooting ethos that you're describing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know they shot that 55 times. Mm-hmm. And that's why it is so ragged yeah. and raw. Mm-hmm. The mother and the mother-in-law in that scene. Who's Cassavetti's mom? That's right. Mama Cassavetti's. She's out, crazy! Which, like, Jenna's like, take it down. Like, make it a little less believable. Why don't you? <laughs> My crazy mother-in-law over here. <laughs> what are you doing without any clothes on? I think no, that's not the line exactly. It's why, what are you doing without having any clothes on? And it's the funniest thing. Without having, without having. I would any like to work on, on a Jenna Rollins impression because mm. it's such it's such a distinct delivery. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah, and it's what, kind of, and it's. What's funny. her face does that in the improv movie, the Mike Birbiglia movie? Oh my god, um, I love that movie. Oh. Gillian Jacobs. Hold on, let me look it up. Does don't look when when she don't Jacobs, when she's um. Doing an, an SNL Richard Brody uh, audition. 
Gillian Jacobs, one of her characters is Jenna Rollins in a Gillian Jacobs in Genius Jenna Rollins riff and Don't Think Twice yeah. is therefore surprisingly timely. Okay, Richard Brody, so this is His actually mind. This is so from four likes, one retweet. Um, so Richard, and, and also the, the the link to the New Yorker no longer has an image, so it's nice. just like the placeholder. Mm. So what's funny about this tweet from Richard Brody? I'm going to say it again. Jillian Jacobs in Genius Jenna Rollins riff and Don't Think Twice is therefore surprisingly timely. Colon. <laughs> what's funny about this is that there's two spaces between is and therefore, which means Dick was editing his yeah. tweets and those words got lost in his beard somewhere and he forgot to replace them before he pressed send. <laughs> So, like, Jillian Jacobs' ingenious Jenna Rollins riff and Don't Think Twice is unraveling, therefore mm-hmm. surprisingly timely. Oh, my God. I love that. Anyway. I just, like, Jenna Rollins is so funny. Because I can she remember is. Jillian Jacobs going, <laughs> which is what oh. Jenna does in A Woman Under the Influence. What's funny yep. is I was about yep. to say that, like, part of my impression would be, like, the, mm-hmm. like, oh, God. So good. Uh, uh. That's the best. I forgot I loved Don't Think Twice. It's so good. I think I gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. I think I did too. <laughs> Maybe a five. I did not like that movie. Why not? I think it's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't remember it well enough to really talk about it, but I just remember it being like, well. there's it, Similar to what I like, I'm, I am not saying the movie is Cassavetti's quality, but it has the desperation mm. that I like in his movies. Like just the, the character situations is so unadorned. And Frank and the way that the character situation in Cassavetes is. Mm. They are not similar filmmakers. I know. Because we're talking about Cassavetes that comes to mind. I don't think, I think I just don't like Mike Birbiglia as a filmmaker. Or as a person. I didn't, I, you know what, I've seen Sleepwalk with me and I don't remember it. So. Well, there you go. What's it called? Don't Think Twice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I just said it and I already yeah. forgot. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. Great. I cried. I, I cried. Great. <laughs> That's my opinion of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I could watch. A, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking Ben's spot, but I could watch that. A woman on the influence. Any time of any time of day. It's the best. Yeah. It is the best movie. Oops. Oh. Oh no, we're fine. Oh. Sorry. Because <laughs> closing my laptop. So there's got to be more to say about Gloria before we wrap up here. Well, the 2013 Gloria. 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 <laughs> Just trying. <laughs> Oh, I'll say something that I, that I like about Gen- the Jenna Rollins performance, which is hey. something that I like about watching her in this mode, is that I'm used to seeing Jenna Rollins operating on an island. Mm-hmm. Like in A Woman of the Influence, she's isolated from her husband, from her family. She she is, it's not it's not even that she's looking out for number one. She, she is just, she is unable to take care of herself and unable to like take care of anyone else. Mm-hmm. In Opening Night, she is similarly self-exiled. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating to me to watch a Jenna Rollins character that starts off as one of those women being forced to care for someone. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if to say that, like, motherhood's fascinating. But I'm just so used to seeing her in that independent role mm-hmm. where she's untouchable, not just in the quality of her acting, but, like, don't touch her. <laughs> like, yeah. she will bite. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it, was, it mm. was moving to me. Like, if I'm going to see Jenna Rollins in some sort of, like, heartwarming studio comedy, mm-hmm. I like that it was this one. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree. She's very funny in this movie. She is. She's just very good. I was She's laughing. She's a very good actor. Just chuckling. I love her. So good. I wanted good to movie. write some lines down. Oh, yeah. But I did There's some real good ones. There are some real humdingers. Hey, sissies. <laughs> hey. You're going to let a girl beat you, lady. <laughs> what did she say? What did she say? You let a girl beat you, I think. Yeah. Or a woman, maybe. Can woman. you break 100? Nope. Oh, my God. Everyone's breaking hundreds. Uh-huh. How many, t- how many times does she say, break 100? <laughs> Can you break it, buddy? 
I love when she casually is just like, yeah, I have a million in cash on my person. <laughs> I got my money. I got my apartment. She's, I, I got, got my cat. She's like, I got a million in this slow elevator. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> she hits the button and the elevator doesn't go. She's just such a smooth operator. Uh-huh. And then you wonder if she died. Yeah. Like, and that's. Like, I'd like to be alone with my money. I like. <laughs> mm. oh, relatable. And her cat. And her cat. I took a screenshot of that. I got my cat, my apartment, my friends. That remained that the, when she's holding, she holds up the cat, right? At one point, maybe. Or she's like with the cat. Yeah. The cat kind of looks like Linda. Mm, little uh, Linda. I was like, it's Ben and Linda. I really am, General Rollins. Ben Rollins. I also took a screenshot of when she says, Gen I'm MVP. overweight. I'm out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> when she doesn't want to run anymore. So oh, yeah. She wants to get a cat. <laughs> she takes a lot of cats in this movie. She does. She's, I love when she's just like, stick around. <laughs> I like when she's like, she's like, just drive. Take a left. And then on the next, take a left. And then take another left. That's a one-way street, lady. Then take the next left. <laughs> uh, Use your head. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, God. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't well, think I have goodbye. anything else to say. No, I mean, uh, there's a Jean Dielman thing to be done in here somewhere. I'm really, like, having my moment where I'm like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> well. About Gloria shooting all those men. Well, there's something about, well, yes, <laughs> I, of course. Taking care of business. Yeah. Got- yeah, that too. When <laughs> She's just doing it. When- there's also something about, like, the, the routines, the, the order of Gloria and Gloria and Gloria Bell being disrupted mm-hmm. by the arrival of a man. Mm. 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 Oh, no! Ungrateful Sons! Ungrateful oh, that Sons. Too. That's the parallel. Ungrateful Sons is the John Dillman parallel. Great. I was going to wonder if John Dillman would get a wax like Gloria did. <laughs> I like that Gloria waxes herself, but Gloria Bell pays for it. Mm. I'd rather oh. wax myself. That's true. Even oh, the yeah. waxing's in it! Yeah. Like, it's like... The, no one thinks about the waxing when yeah. they think about Gloria. Like, we don't... Like, I like the bikini wax scene. I think it's a funny moment when she's like, eh, a little bit more, actually. Yeah. Like, it's funny, but it's frustrating because it's like... That's one of the friends from Legally Blonde. And I'm glad that she got a half day of work. Me too. You know? Thrilled. And, and it's it, really rude to call Laura Bell Bundy a friend of Legally it's, Blonde. It's, oh. it's, it's just different when that... It's the friend telling the cat lion nose story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And versus then it's, the wax versus technician. Versus the wax... Yeah, technician. I was just like, what? Like, change the story? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But we like the movie. Give the I line love. to Rita Wilson. Give the line to Rita Wilson, yeah. Or Rita. to Holland Taylor. I think in any film, you should always give the line to Rita Wilson or to Holland Taylor. I agree. I agree. And I hope that y'all will forgive me for being so bold. Can but never this has me. been another episode of Movissimo. Movies IMO. M-O-V-I-E-S-G-L-O-R-I-A. I-M-O. Wow. Movies Gloria I-M-O. That's what I said. Movies Gloria I-M-O. Movies Gloriaissimo. Thank you. Great. This has been... This has been Gloria Mm I-M-O. Are we all Gloria? Okay, okay, wait. Let's all pick. So Ben is obviously... Oh, this is easy. Ben is Cassavetes Gloria. You are Gloria. I am the original Gloria. You are Gloria Bell. Thank you. Wow. Which is not a knock. It's because you like Gloria Bell. I chose I chose who liked each movie the most. Wow. Okay. Okay. How wow. would you do it? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offended. It was it wasn't so much the content but the form that mm-hmm. offended you. Yes. I apologize for uh, I'm a provocateur. Wow. Mm. Um Lars von Trier over here. <laughs> more like a Paul Verhoeven over oh. here. 
This has been another episode of Movies IMO. Please rate, review, give it a good subscribe. Yes. On the iTunes, on Acast, on Stitcher, on Google Play, and on Twitter at Movies IMO. But for all those previous platforms, please leave us a message. Leave us a review even that contains a message that contains multitudes and also contains not one, not two, not three, not four, but five stars. Big old five-star review. What are they telling us? And what are you telling us this week? Tell us. (laughs) I can't think of one. Who do you want to paintball in the nuts? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have another one. I'm, 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 I like that one. Do you wish you were Brad Garrett? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you wish you were Brad Garrett's son? Ooh. I was happy to see Brad Garrett. He's Me a too. Ta- he's a talented it's guy. It's sort of unfair that like, Ray Romano is the one getting the like, did you see Ray Romano in Men of a Certain yeah. Age? Ray Romano's in the Scorsese show. Yeah. You know Ray Romano's in the new Scorsese picture? Like, yes, we get it at this point. Like, Ray Romano mm-hmm. is a fine dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Let's give Brad Garrett some work. Love Brad, Brad Garrett. Garrett. So good. Tell us, what is your dream Brad Garrett project? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want Brad Garrett to be doing? Tell us. What is Martin Scorsese's phone number? We would like to pitch. We Brad we would Garrett. like to pitch. We would like to pitch Brad status, which should go to in consideration. Great, get him on the horn. Get him. On Let's the get horn. Brad Garrett on the horn. I uh, agree. Who am I? Daniel Crook. Who are you? I'm Daniel Crook. Oh hi. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome it's for that. Fine. Thank you for seeing me. I could find your eyes. I'm right here. And was what did she say? She and, says, and how like, can I not see you? I'm standing I'm, right here in front of you. I'm looking right at you, I'm Brandon. I'm looking right at you. How can I not see you, Brandon? <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Gloria, Belle. Thank you. I'm going to throw your phone in Sharon Stone, soup. Gloria. Mm. Well, I don't, we could talk about the soup moment, but that's for our listeners to weigh in on. Watch the film and tell us, did you like the way the soup moment was handled? In Gloria, Belle? In either or. I like it in the original. I like it too. And Gloria Bell, she has to nudge the phone a second time to really get in the soup. Which I kind of like. Really? It's a li- Again, it's a little more Hollywood, but I don't hate... I like that moment in Gloria Bell. The extra nudge. Although his soup looks grosser in Gloria. There's like a mm. wonton sticking out of it. Yeah. Or honestly, it's not a wonton. Gloria that Bell sounds, is just that like a delicious. classic tomato. I just don't it's think like he properly reacts in either of them. I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. What do you got? A waterproof phone? You don't See, look fake. But I think it works in the original because in the original you can tell that he's trying so much harder to get on her level. Mm. He's still mm. a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But like John Turturro never tries. Mm. I believe the other guy more. Like it's not the. I don't know if it's how I would direct the moment, but it it works for me in that. And in Glory Bell, I'm like, is what's he gonna do? And it's not like I'm sitting on the edge of my seat because the Turturro performance is so dark, rich, layered, compelling, complicated. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you got to do something. Yeah. You can't just sit there. Yeah. And he just sits. Just sits there in the soup. Just My name's there. Daniel Crook. You can find me on the internet <laughs> at Daniel Crook with three O's. Sitting in the soup. I'm, that's what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. And if you're looking for me off the internet, you can find me sitting in the soup. Ew. That's no. what I call my jacuzzi. Oh. In your body soup. Oh. Gross. Okay, I don't, I don't like it when I hear someone That's, say it. See, I, Sweat soup. it's it's funny yeah. because I often use the phrase soupy undercarriage in the summertime, <laughs> so that's all I'm thinking about. Well, it's 90 degrees today, so it I'm is. certainly thinking about it that today. It is hot. I'm Brandon Kirby. You can find me on Twitter at BK Kirby. 
pick my nose. I'm Ben MBU. You don't have to tell. This is not a visual <laughs> medium, Brandon. You don't have like, to tell them. I would like to share. Radical I just honesty. Picked my nose. Great. <laughs> Yikes. You can find me on the internet where I haven't been, but you can find me there at Real Todd Haynes. Next week, we are talking about the film that many white critics are calling. I wish I, I would have reviewed Get Out twice if I could. Yeah. We are talking about Jordan Peele's Us. Yes. Can you believe? I can't believe it's already here. It's time. I am ready to get scared a little. It is I'm time. Poop my pants. The time has come. We are also talking about a couple other home invasion slash family invasion thrillers. We're talking about Martin Scorchese's Cape Fear. And we're talking about Sam Peckinpah's Stray Dogs. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, okay. So the stranger just got tossed out the window, I see. Really? I thought we resolved <laughs> that conversation. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you what, if it was six... I would like to talk about the stranger. We had a 45 minute conversation <laughs> where, where we, we, end, la- we, we landed la- on the same two movies that we had already decided. <laughs> I will... happens. Yeah. You know what, folks? That happens sometimes behind the curtains on movies IMO. You know? I'm going to bring up the Liv Tyler motion picture. Great. I will just say, at the top of the hour, I'll say, Liv Tyler's The Strangers. Because she was home. If I have time, I might watch Funny Games just because well, I enjoy the I film. I think I'm going to watch Funny Games, too. Nice. I enjoy it. Well, I was going to say, if this was six months ago, we would be watching all The of Strangers, them. Funny Games, Cape Fear, yeah. Extra Dogs. We've been like, let's do it all. We've learned to discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will probably watch Funny Games as well. I probably won't have time, but I, I, I've like been the, bar- I will tell myself I've I will. I've been mm-hmm. borrowing my friend's DVD copy for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I recently found out that there's no violence on screen. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I can take it. I can take like the disturbing like implications of wanting to see it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to watch someone get their head bashed in with a golf club. Great. You're gonna that happens it. in the American. You're going to enjoy it. You, you see it. it in the American oh, remake. American right? Don't you? I haven't you seen the don't, Oh, I don't, you haven't? I don't recognize the sovereignty of you the don't, American <laughs> remake. You don't acknowledge? The, the, the poster is very disturbing. With, with of Naomi? Naomi with the, I've with seen the, the American mm-hmm. version and... I think you do. I mean, you see a club hit, but it's like nothing. Yikes! I don't know. It's like well, we're talking about what's his face falls to the floor. Ken, what's his name? Roth. Ken Marino. No, Roth. Tim Roth. Eli Tim Roth. Roth. Oh. Eli, I, I wish. I, yeah, I, I was <laughs> just gonna say I wish. Mm. So yeah, we're talking about us. We're pretty excited about the scissors. What are the scissors gonna represent? Sean Dealman. I. <laughs> Benjamin, there's, don't spoil the connection. Oh the my reference. god! I will say if you if you walk away from us being like, I got to tell you, Elizabeth Moss, a revelation. Mm. I will finally calm down about her smell. We'll find a time to do it on the pod. Hmm? Oh, her smell. Thank you very much. I will say I am. I have been so scared of you seeing the original Gloria for as long as we've been friends. Mm. Or no, as long as a Fantastic Woman came out. Mm. So I was glad that you liked it. Great. Good movie. And I'm glad that we like each other, and I'm glad that we finished the episode. The winner is Jane Fonda. Thank you. Thank you very much, members of the Academy, and thank all of you who applauded. There's a great deal to say, and I'm not going to say it tonight. I would just like to really thank you very much.